At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Howdy, everyone. If you enjoy the show, join our free Discord. Link in the description and chat with the cast. Please leave a review and consider joining our Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more. Tears start at a dollar, and even that helps us out. To stay up to date with episode releases and more, follow us on Twitter at Riftway Podcast. Good evening, Rifters! This is Rift Rules, the 5e D&D podcast where we go through the many 5e books and talk about various rules to enhance your gameplay experience. I'm Remy, Dungeon Master, and a player on the Riftwake podcast. I'm Mitch, a player on Riftwake and a D&D enthusiast. And today's topic is stat manuals and tomes! Mitch, are you at all familiar with the magic items in question? Uh, not stat manuals. Uh. <laughs> so have you ever heard of any of the following? The Manual of Gainful Exercise, Manual of Bodily Health, Manual of Quickness of Action, Tome of Clear Thought, Tome of Leadership and Influence, or the Tome of Understanding? I think I might have heard of the Tome of Understanding somewhere. So these are a rather interesting series of magic items that are incredibly powerful and influential items in a D&D world. So since you mentioned the Tome of Understanding, I'll use that as the example, uh, because all six do the same thing, but I'm curious, actually. There are six books. Do you have any idea, based on just the title and the fact that there are six, what these things do? Uh, I'm going to guess Understanding is Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what about I've it? Already, I've already forgotten. I don't know, Stat Bump? Correct. Like a Read It for Plus One? or So Tome of Understanding is a very rare magic item. Uh, all of these are. This book contains intuition and insight exercises, and its words are charged with magic. If you spend 48 hours over a period of six days or fewer studying the book's contents and practicing its guidelines, your wisdom score increases by two, as does your maximum for that score. The manual then loses its magic 
but regains it in a century. Do you what see do you mean the implications of these? Uh, yeah. Does that mean you can go to 22? Not just that. It's pretty dope. So what would happen if a 20th level barbarian got the manual of strength? I always forget which is which. Gainful exercise is strength. Makes sense. So a, 20, a 20th level barbarian, their capstone ability is that their strength and con goes up by four, as does their maximum. So in that case, the 20th level barbarian can have a score or con of 24. But note that this manual doesn't say up to a maximum of 20 or up to a maximum of 22, like most other similar items do. That is where these items are much more unique. So a bar 20th level barbarian then, who also gets the manual of gainful exercise, could potentially have a strength score of up to 26 after the capstone bump. Now, what if you found a second book? Could he go to 28? Yes. Yes, <laughs> they can. Oh, that's dope. I, I could picture somebody just spending their whole life gathering that shit. Abso-fucking-lutely. Actually, funny you should mention that. That actually is something that uh, one of my current players has mentioned, is that they just want to collect all the manuals. So, Can you become a barbarian lich? Debatable. So most just, of the just time, just picturing some full uh, undead dude like yeah. traveling the world. I mean, to be fair, there are other types of undead besides witches. Have like a barbarian become a death knight or something similar, or just have potentially. So that just gets into what like a lich is. Is like it's usually a magic user who just gives up their body for immortality and power. But I don't know. Anyway, that's another. We talked about liches in our immortality episode, but honestly, I'll probably do a deep dive just in the liches at some point in the future. I do enjoy them. But one very important point, too, to mention for the manuals, especially if you do factor in immortality in some form or other, the manual loses its magic, but regains it in a century. So if you do have just a long-lived creature in any fashion, then the manual is able to be used again a century later. So you can have a single manual and then just use it century after century after century. So question though, do you know how many times this could potentially be used? Like, do you know what the actual maximum is? No. So this is something that a lot of people misunderstand when it comes to the use of these items. A lot of people say that because it doesn't say you know, up to 20 or 22 or doesn't say up to something that it theoretically can scale infinitely. Unfortunately, that is wrong. So it is something that a lot of people just don't understand or just don't know, but there actually is a just finite maximum number for all ability scores of 30. So this is actually just mentioned in the ability scores chapter of the player's handbook actually and it does mention there a score of 18 is the highest that a person usually reaches adventurers can have scores as high as 20 and monsters and divine beings can have scores as high as 30 and then a little bit below that it also mentions the ability scores modifier modifiers table notes the ability score modifiers for the range of possible ability scores from 1 to 30 
So 30 is the hard maximum of ability scores in 5th edition D&D. So nothing can go higher than 30, ever, under any circumstances that yet exist, at least, as of October 2021 in 5th edition D&D. So theoretically, though, manuals would be a method for a character to reach 30 in potentially one or more ability scores, especially if you do consider the whole recharge in a century aspect, which is a detail that many, 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 many individuals just do ignore and just treat it as a consumable item. So I'm curious, can you think of ways to potentially exploit these manuals for a character? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> so how does time work in different places in D&D? Oh. Uh-huh. There are places where time goes funky. Yeah, you spend a few weeks somewhere, and next thing you know, it's 100 years. Exactly. Like, if you, you could really just roll dice and just make use of the Feywild time shenanigans, or you could just try to find other planes where time just does run faster. And again, if you are just thinking in the long-term big picture with this, like, yeah, it's possible that PCs might acquire one of these just over the course of adventure. But thinking like the long game from the Dungeon Master perspective, like NPCs, or if you are just playing an epic level game with PCs, then yeah, planar shenanigans would absolutely be an option that just shouldn't be disregarded. Is that cheesy as all hell? abso fucking lootly. Is there anything wrong with that? Not really. If that's the game that you're trying to play, then that's fine. Like a lot of people talk down about munchkinning and min-maxing and such things. And yes, there are a time and a place that you should and should not do such things. But if that is the game that you're playing, then that's fine. And these things are interesting if you do just take them to that ridiculous endgame. So if you do consider, okay, so let's take... Actually, let's stick with your Lich example, because that actually is a good just way to think about this. So if you do have the Tome of Clear Thought to boost your intelligence, a Lich that is just keeping on the down low for, you know, a thousand years can just make use of this thing ten times, and that just guarantees at that point that it has a 30 intelligence. So then you have this just genius among geniuses lich that has just a ridiculous spell save DC and spell attack. Just the DC against its spells would be crazy difficult. Its ability to control undead would probably be incredibly powerful. And it would just be an amazing big bad evil guy too. just have a big bad with any ability score of 30. That is nuts. Like, a 30 ability score is something that I can't even contemplate in terms of, like, the actual practicality of what that means. Like, thinking about, like, okay, 
So you need an intelligence of 13 to multi-class as wizard, you know, using those rules. So 13 is the level of intelligence to understand the math required to be a wizard. 13. So here we're talking 30, 3, 0 instead of 1, 3. So depending on exactly how you consider intelligence or just ability scores in general, like that is quite literally the equivalent of a god. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Like, if you do consider, you know, we've at this point in time, uh, the new Dragon's book has not come out yet. So we only really have Tiamat as an example of, like, a fully statted out aspect of a god at this point in time but i am curious like do you know how many ability scores with a 30 tiamat has two correct actually lucky guess it was yeah strength and con are both 30 for her with a 10 dex 26 intelligence wisdom and a 28 charisma so even the avatar of a god only has two physical ability scores with a 30. So quite literally, a lich with a 30 intelligence is four points smarter than an aspect of Tiamat. That's a lot. So, that being said, though, whether you want to make use of them to that extent is, of course, a matter of debate and is up to just a dungeon master's decision and just the story that you're trying to tell. So, that being said, as a player, I'm curious, like, how would you treat the acquisition of one of these tomes or manuals? Hmm. Well, if Nathan was still DM, I'd trick him into selling, like, 17 of them to us for, like, Four copper. <laughs> but uh But I'm saying like if you actually manage to get your hands on one. Well, I mean obviously the first thing you do is kill your party so they don't fight you for it. 
Right. And then, yeah, and then you start your quest to become the big bad evil guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but even just on a non-murder hobo perspective, like even if a party does manage to acquire one of these, a single use is still pretty damn powerful. Because with this, like, let's say you do get the charisma one, and then you use that for your sorcerer or warlock character in the party, or actually, or a bard even, to just make your charisma score go up by two. And what's really nice about this, so all of these items do increase your score by two, as well as your maximum. So something else to keep in mind, let's say that the party somehow manages to acquire it relatively early in a, in a campaign, and so they actually only have an 18 charisma at this time, and then they use the tome, and then use that to get their score up to 20. Their ability score maximum is still increased to 22, which means that even after they've used the item, they can use a later ability score improvement to put those final two points in charisma to actually get to the 22. So even if they weren't able to at the time they used it, again, it increases the maximum ability score too, so it can be raised more to that point later on. So it's actually a little bit more versatile than most will give it credit for at first glance. So like this is one of the shortest descriptions of a magic item that has like arguably some of the most influence potentially on a character. Because again, because this is something that does just boost the ability score by just transferring that magic into your character. Another thing to keep in mind, this does not require an attunement slot because it's not an item that you need to have on your person. The use of this item simply raises the ability score, period, flat out. So once this is used, you just have a higher ability score. You don't need to, like, the item isn't destroyed in the process. You don't need to keep it on your person. You don't need to attune to it. Your ability score is just higher. And these items are some of the only ones in the game that have that effect. Like, the only other honorable mention is that there is a uh, newer item that actually just came out in Candlekeep Mysteries that does something kind of similar, but I'll talk about that one a little bit more later on. So, can you think of implications just of the existence of these items potentially in a D&D world? Besides making super OP uh, players? Yeah. No, no, I don't see any problem whatsoever. Well, not problems. I'm saying just influence, repercussions. Uh, not really. I mean, okay, let me put it this I mean, way. Besides just making OP characters. Let's say that there is a particularly, you know, wealthy elvish kingdom that, you know, usually has a tradition that their royal family will you know, hold the crown for 300 years before they pass it down to the heir. So every 300 years, they go through you know, the transition to the new ruler. However, let's also say that this royal family has the full set 
of manuals, all six of them. What influence would those items have on that royal family? I'll certainly help keep them in power. Absolutely. So even imagining that, okay, so let's say you know that in 300 years you'll be taking over. So you're, you know, a hundred year old elf at that point. So you have 300 years. That means that you could use all those manuals potentially four times initially and then after one, two, and 300 years. So that would mean that you would get plus eight to everything. All of your stats would, for that elven prince, would have a plus eight added to whatever they would have. And considering that, you know, this is someone who knows that they would be the ruler, they probably had pretty good base stats to start with. Just they would have gotten just the best training, you know, elvenly possible. And then to add to that supernaturally with the use of these manuals? Yeah, there'd be good reason for that royal family to stay in charge for that just very, very long period of time. But it's just an interesting thing to think about, though. You know, a similar situation would also come up for dwarves, because they only have a 400-year lifespan compared to the D&D elves, I think 700 it is now in 5e. But... Even with that aside, like dwarves too would still be able to make use of these. But that's just with rules as written. Of course, me being me, I love me some homebrew. So the manuals, you know, are six magic items that are very, very powerful individually. But I just made the decision to smush them all together into a singular magic item, the Manual of Kings. Omnibus. <laughs> but yeah. So just pushing it, smushing them all together into a singular artifact, you know, is something that is held by the dwarves in my world. And so this is something that, you know, the dwarven air just studies before they do ascend to the rulership and then they basically get a plus 10 to everything you know plus some of the other benefits that some ar other artifacts give like you know immunity to charmed and frightened all that kind of stuff that so many artifacts give and again this is a very interesting world building fact to me because it allows an explanation for why the people who are in charge stay in charge why like the kings are the kings you know why the people in charge are the people in charge because they have like there is it is a somewhat unfortunate fact in D&D that you know might makes right a lot more than it does in our own world like if you are a sufficiently powerful individual in a D&D world, you can just do the shit that you want to do. So we have talked in the past about having, you know, weaker people in positions of political and economic power. But the fact does remain that in D&D, 
like you really do need to have some amount of personal power as well you're just gonna die there's just too many threats in existence in a D&D world to not have some amount of martial ability if not a rather significant amount of martial ability so having powerful people in charge in a D&D world I mean the moral implications of that is definitely another fact that can be debated but it is something that is important to at least consider so whether it you do want to have the most powerful people in charge in your D&D world whether you do want to have just authority be a separate thing from power in your D&D world the manuals that exist here just even as written can be a rather significant resource for PCs and NPCs alike. Thanks for listening to this episode of Riffs and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash riftwakepodcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to a monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Riffs and Rules topics. Find us on social media on Twitter at Riftwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, and you can send us an email, riffsandrules at gmail.com. That's riffs, A-N-D, rules at gmail.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.